If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Wow. What an interesting weekend. What an interesting weekend of football. The games are much better than I anticipated. These were pretty good games. They, they really were. I mean, I hope you guys did well. I felt like we gave you some winners last week. I mean, I was on the Titans. I told you I was on the Titans you're going to win that game. So hopefully you played them and that would be uh hope you played them and that was uh, a good thing. All right? And then you could be my rich friend. And then if you parlayed them with the Seahawks, you might be my super rich friend. Might I would enjoy that. But um let's take a look. Let's dig deeper. Let's see what happened. Let's start with the Bills and Texans. If you're a Bills fan right now, you've got to be upset. You've got to be upset. Your team outplayed the Texans for two and a half quarters. Played really good football. But here's the problem. You can't kick field goals. You can't kick field goals. You have to score touchdowns. It was Kyler Murray's problem this year. Kyler Murray's problem this year. Was that he's the, the team settled for too many field goals? You can't kick field goals and win playoff games. You've got to punch it in somehow. And that's cost the Bills greatly. Right? So at, at halftime, they're up 13 nothing. Not good enough. Not good enough. As you saw, it wasn't good enough. You got to score touchdowns. And they need to work on that big time. 
Josh Allen. There were times in that game where you're like, do you remember that when they, they could have tied it at the end and all of a sudden, I mean, he took the sack and you're like, oh my God, this guy's terrible. Then he comes back and leads him to, it was an exciting game. It really was. I mean, Allen played well, then he didn't. Then he played well, then he didn't. I mean, he was all over the place. Very frustrating. It was it was nightmarish because you're like, oh, come on, dude. Like, And then the next time you're like, whoa, that was good. Now, look, he's in his second year. I get it. He's going to get better. He needs to suffer through this. He needs to suffer through this. And you, as a Bill fan, needs to suffer through this as well. I feel badly for Bills fans. They were so close. So close. But the Texans hung in there. Deshaun Watson hung in there. I told you guys, there's no game too big for Deshaun Watson. That's the beauty of Deshaun Watson. That's the beauty. That's why you draft a guy who plays at Clemson. He's been in the big spot before. The guy who's been in Wyoming has not. Josh Allen has not been in that spot before. Deshaun Watson has. It's 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 important. It's important to understand that. That game in the fourth quarter, it's not too big for Deshaun Watson. He knows what to do. He came back against Alabama. He can come back against Buffalo. I, I know it. That's I'm not, I don't think I'm making a big leap here. When you play at that high end of college football, at that when you're playing Alabama and you're playing Georgia and you're playing Clemson and you're playing those teams, you are playing against. They're almost pro teams. Seriously. LSU or Cincinnati Bengals, I think it'd be close. Maybe the Bengals win. Maybe they don't. I don't know. But I know that the that Joe Burrow will have, will have been exposed to high-pressure situations. Josh Allen hasn't been. But the, he needs to learn. Devin Singletary is a really good player. We saw that. I wish he had the ball even more. He touched the ball 19 times. I wish he touched it more. I was so happy to see them use him as a receiver. So happy. Now look, what does this team need? They need a little bit more on the offensive line. I think they need a guy to rush the passer a little bit. I think they need that, that those guys, those big guys. And I really do believe that they need a tight end. I don't think Dawson Knox is the way to go. But it usually takes tight ends three years, two and a half to three years, and this was his rookie year. So maybe he'll improve. Maybe. Beasley, good player. John Brown, good player. Singletary, good player. Josh Allen, good player. Not ready yet. If you were, if they were ready, they would win. They would have won this game. Because Deshaun Watson put this game on his back, on his back. He led the team in rushing. Right. He did what he had to do, and then he didn't find Hopkins at all in the first half, and all of a sudden, the second half, he's shooting BBs at him. Now, in the NFL, much like in the NBA, you always look for the guy, the best players. Well, the best players in this game were Watson, Hopkins, and J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt was, was, was awesome. Got to give this guy all kinds of credit. All kinds of credit. I mean, what this guy hasn't done for his city, I have no idea. 
But man, he came up big when they needed him. Big. Big. Now, are the Texans going to go into Kansas City next week and win? (laughs) Not on your life. Not on your life. No chance. Bet the ranch on the Chiefs. It's not even going to be close. All these games are close. That game will not be close. Mahomes is just better. Chiefs are better. Nobody can cover Tyree Kill. Nobody can cover Travis Kelsey. Can't do it. Chiefs are better. But good on the Texans for getting to where they need to be. This is, to me, is a successful season. It is. It's a successful season for the Texans. If they lose right now, you're not happy as a Texan fan, but you won that first game. If you're a Buffalo Bill fan, you're upset because your team should have won that game or could have won that game, but could have, would have, should have. Doesn't do you any favors, does it? That's my analysis on this game. It's a game that they'll go back and Sean McDermott will say, we could have, we could have won this one. And yes, Sean, you could have. But maybe next year you will. All right, I'm breaking down the games when I come on back. Tennessee against New England. Will Tom Brady be back with the Patriots next year? I know it seems crazy to think, but it's possible. Let's talk right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. Dr. Roto here, full-time fantasy. Glad to be with you. And we're talking the NFL games here. But I got my friend Anthony in Florida on the line. He wants to talk about officiating. What's up, Anthony? Yes, I have a question. Being that you guys cover football football in general, do you guys feel that it would benefit the NFL and college football to, to eliminate these officiating, messed up officiating calls to have universal rules for both college football and pro football? Like have some of the same rules transfer over? Because I think that's another thing that players have a hard time adjusting to. The rule, the rules completely change when you get into the NFL, like receivers. Or, yeah, one or foot, one foot, one foot versus two feet, right on receptions, right in college. It's. I mean, look. I think the bigger question is: there's no answer for pass interference, right? There's no answer. Did Kyle Rudolph push off yesterday? Absolutely. Yes. I, yes, he did. Without question. Should they have called it? Yes. Were they going to call it in that situation? No. How about DeAndre Hopkins early in the game? Kevin Johnson was literally wrapped around his, his, his waist. They didn't call it. So it's like we don't know what they're going to call and what they're not going to call. And, and that's the biggest problem. Then when they are allowed to review it, they don't change it. They don't overturn it. So I think that's the biggest mistake. Don't allow people to overturn things when they're not going to overturn it. In the old days, we just there was either a, a flag or there wasn't, and people just lived with it. This way, you think they'll fix it, and they don't. I think that's the most frustrating part, Anthony. Yeah, and, and with these penalties, like the Kyle Rudolph one was, I didn't see the Houston game, but I under, I heard, like I had friends who watched it who were at the game, and they were that are Houston fans, and they were pissed that they didn't call that pass interference on Kevin Johnson. And yeah, I mean, he was, like he was literally draped all over him. He pulled the guy to the ground. It was a t- And O'Brien throws the flag, and they go, nope, it, it was a good call. I mean, come on. Do, do, I mean, do you think, it was very frustrating. Do you think the referees – do you think this is another thing about officiating? Do you think the referees are more lax with penalty calls when it comes to playoff games because they count for more, like – they're more important than like regular season games? I think it's a really good question. I think that referees in general let players play, right? Unless it's what we call egregious. If it's so bad that they have to call it, 
I think the reason they put the replay in was because it was so bad last year that they didn't call it. Remember, they, right, the Saints-Rams game where they didn't call it when they should have? Yeah. Right? So, yeah. so they put it in for that reason. But if you're not going to overturn things, then don't put it in. It's frustrating for the fan. It's frustrating for, for the players. It's frustrating for the coaches. It's just. And do you think some it, of the rules and calls can work for the pros too? Like targeting, targeting, do you think that could work in the NFL? Or do you think that would, uh, do you think that that's a pointless rule that college football has? I think it's a bad like rule. That. I mean, do I really think that that guy at Ohio State targeted uh, the guy at Clemson? I don't. I don't. I mean, I, look, I, I think if, it, if it's a vicious hit, if it's ruled a vicious hit and it looks vicious and it's on purpose, that's one thing. But a lot of these targeted things were rough. And b- by the way, what, what about J- Clowney yesterday? Was that, was that targeted? Did he go after Wentz with his head? No, he, he uh, this is these rules for quarterbacks are getting over the top, to be honest. They're protecting the quarterback too much. Well, I like mean, but, but if you don't protect a quarterback, you have no league because when you put Josh McCown in there, the, the Eagles lose. So you got to protect your you got to protect your investment. You do. You have. But to do you think it's going over the top, though? Do you think I, it's going over the top? Look at to the, the end point of the, where the, you can't even touch the quarterback anymore. Can I tell you this? At the end of the day, the league is better with Patrick Mahomes in it than Patrick Mahomes on the sideline. So if that means that they protect him, I think I'm okay with it. And what's okay. your opinion on the Tom Brady situation? Do you, do you think him and Bill are going to retire after losing this playoff game? Or, or well, do you I'm, think... I'm glad you asked me that because I'm going to talk about it about, about two seconds. Okay. Yeah, for me, I think he's going to pull uh, Joe Montana and try to prove a point where he can win a Super Bowl with another team. Do you think uh, possible. try to win a Super Bowl? It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. I mean, Thank it's you absolutely possible. Call, guys. You got day. it. Take care, Anthony. It's absolutely possible. Yeah, so let's talk about it. Let's break it down. Anthony wants to know. We all want to know. Tennessee against New England. What did we learn? We learned that Derrick Henry is a man. And if you didn't know that before the game, you you learned that by watching it. And he just got better and better. Ryan Tannehill threw 15 times for 72 yards. They ran it and ran it and ran it. And what did I tell you? I told you, 120 yards and a touchdown, Titans win. Buck 82, and they won. That was the magic number. And Henry had like 40 yards in the first drive. They they couldn't stop him. Now, the Patriots have a very good defense, but you can't stop Derrick Henry. And the Titans just let, the more you give this guy the ball, the better he gets. He, it's like he doesn't get tired. Deion Lewis did nothing. Tannehill did just enough. Really not that much at all. He had that great pa- uh, the, the, the throw to Henry, and he had a couple of good plays to Ferkser. That was it. Tannehill did just enough. Now, truth be told, if Mariota plays, they lose. Fact. Tannehill did just enough. Now, next week, you're going to have to do a whole lot more. But Baltimore's pass defense is very good. Their run defense is not. Tennessee has a chance in that game. They do. Tennessee has a chance in that game. Don't rule them out. The only reason they, they don't play that game close, that game is, a, is, a, is if Baltimore gets out to a big lead. 
Because if Baltimore gets out to a big league, if it's 14-0 at the end of the first quarter, Tennessee can't come back. Baltimore's pass defense is way too good, and they don't have the receivers. I know A.J. Brown is great. I get that. The rest of the receivers stink. Corey Davis stinks. Jonu Smith, disappearing act. Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters will shut him down. Shut him down. So this is about Henry again. Henry can have a big week. He could. He could have a big week. I'm trying to get Teron Davenport on with us at some point later this week. He's the Titans guy on ESPN. Try to talk to him about it. But Derrick Henry played fantastic football. And I thought that the Titans defense got better in the second half. Now look, did Tom Brady play poorly? I don't think so. I think his cast around him is not very good. Julian Edelman dropped a pass on that last drive, which was embarrassing. Edelman makes that catch nine out of ten times. Then they go to third down. It was a second down play. He makes a drop. It goes to third down. They miss it, and it's over. They punt it, and that was the the end. But you can't blame Tom Brady. Now, I was shocked as much as anybody, if you look at the reports out there right now, because the reports are saying that Brady may not want to return. I don't know. According to Jeff Darlington, it's far from guaranteed that Tom Brady goes back to the Patriots because he is he can go anywhere. I I don't see it. I'm being honest with you, I don't see it. I don't see it. I think Brady's so intertwined with the Patriots. Now, let me explain another reason why. I'm going to help you out here. Brady is the Brady's the GOAT. We know that. He plays the Jets twice. He plays the Dolphins twice. I know they lost the Dolphins this year. I get that. But really, that's like three or four wins a year. You play in the AFC East, you're already halfway to a playoff spot. Tom Brady's around about championships. Here's what's going to happen. Brady works on Gronk all offseason. Dude, come on back. Brady talks to Kraft and says, you better get me more pieces around me or I'm leaving. Kraft goes, gotcha, dude. I'm on it. Nikhil Harry, not good. Go get me A.J. Green. Go get me somebody. They'll get him somebody. You don't lose Tom Brady because Tom wants to go to the Bengals or the Panthers. I don't see it. We'll discuss more about it. Will Tom Brady leave New England? Right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. 
Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with the DailyRoto.com optimizer and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. That's DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Sean, did you see that a, a girl from The Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise was a millionaire? Yes, I did. I did see that. We talked about it Jade. Today. Yes. Jade. She's pretty good looking, though. You got to give her credit. I mean, well, she, I mean, you don't end up on The Bachelor Paradise if you're not good looking, right? That's true. Would you want to go on that show? I've never seen it. I don't even know what it's about. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm dude. I'm sure good looking people are on that show. The best show on TV, bar none. It is like watching a train wreck unfold and you can't take your eyes off it. Yeah, Greg Sussman said it's one of his favorites, actually. Oh, my God. It's, it's must watch. Must watch. I, I, I don't Sean, have time to watch What are you doing with things. your life? I have no time what to watch What do you do with things. your life? I'd rather watch uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. You'd rather watch that than Bachelor in Paradise? Dude, call <laughs> my office for a media appointment. I'm kidding. Okay. So it's uh, worth That's a viewing, problem. Huh? I don't think you're kidding. Yeah, go, go on Hulu and see it. I'm sure they have the old seasons. Go check it out. Okay. Highly recommend it. Okay. All right, so yeah, I can't believe she was a millionaire. 
I can't believe she was a millionaire. What can I tell you? All right, back to Tom Brady very quickly before I move to the next game. I just don't see Brady leaving. I see Gronk coming back. I see Kraft helping this team out. This team has the best coach in football. This team, McDaniels may leave. I get that. But he's got players. He's got the fans. I mean, I don't know. Did, did Really, Brett Favre going to the Vikings? Joe Montana going to the Chiefs? Is that what you really want your players doing at the end of their career? I, I think the Patriots want him back. They'll pay whatever it takes. And it's not about the money for Brady. I mean, honestly, it's not about the money. Guy has more money than he need, knows what to do with. This is not a guy who needs his last contract. They'll put him there for, for as many more years as he wants to be. He's got carte blanche. You want to be here five years, Tom? Fine, we'll do a contract. Ten years, whatever you want. You want to own half the team? You got it. Whatever he wants. So that's why he's not going anywhere. You think the grass is greener in Carolina? Come on. He already knows what's going on. He can pick his offensive coordinator. They'll say, Brady, who do you want? And he'll go, Brian Hoyer, bring him in. Okay, Brian Hoyer, you're the new offensive coordinator. Boom, you're the quarterback's coach. Whoever they want. The key is Gronk. The key is Gronk. Gronk will come back if Brady begs him enough. And they'll say, let's do one more run. You, me, and Edelman will get us another guy, and we'll be good to go. That's what's going to happen. All right. Let's get to the NFC. Vikings and Saints. Did you think the Saints were going to win? I know I did. But you know what? I think the score actually makes a little sense to me. I know you're going to think I'm crazy, but it does. And once again, I think we can go to the box score and figure out why. Take a look at the box score. Kamara got eight receptions, but he couldn't run the ball. Hasn't run the ball well in weeks. Traquan Smith, 0.0. Ted Ginn, the ageless wonder, one catch. Deontay Harris, one catch. Michael Thomas only had seven. The Saints were a great team this year. But let's be honest, they only had like two or three good players. Thomas, sensational. Kamara, excellent. And for better or worse, Jared Cook slash Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill was a great player this year. Great player. He ran, he blocked, he threw. I mean, did you see that pass he threw yesterday? That was a bullet. This guy's legit. But you can't win a Super Bowl with one receiver. I think any Saint fan would agree with me. Traquan Smith, not very good. Ted Ginn, old. Look at the Patriots. Did they win with one receiver? No. Now, Tennessee won. They only had one receiver, but they had Derrick Henry, who was like six players. Now, surprisingly, the Vikings were similar 
to the Saints. Here's how. Dalvin Cook was studly, and Adam Thielen showed up. But they didn't even throw the ball to Stephon Diggs. But Stephon Diggs being out there was enough. Just his presence helped, right? Because you have to put people on him. You have to put a guy on Diggs. He'll beat you. Right? I don't think the Saints would have won the Super Bowl. Somebody in the AFC would have figured out how to double cover Michael Thomas and say, okay, we're going to stop Michael Thomas. Now, the rest of you try to beat us. And they can't because they're just not that good. Thielen's a good player. Kyle Rudolph is a good player. Cook is a good player. Diggs is a good player. So what did what did the Vikings need to do? One, Kirk Cousins needed to play well. He did. And two, the defense needed to step up. It did. The Vikings did what they needed to do. Was it pretty? No. Was it effective? Yes. Will they have won this game without Dalvin Cook? No. No. Dalvin Cook is a star. A star. Without any question. And if you think otherwise, you better start watching that game again. That guy found holes where holes didn't exist. He is a tremendous player. Madison, good. Cook, great. Can this team go in to San Francisco and win next week? Yes. If Minnesota Vikings made the Super Bowl, would I be shocked? No. Now, I don't think it's going to happen, but it could happen. I think any of the four teams in the NFC can make it. Any of the four can make it. You have Thielen, you have Diggs, you have Rudolph, you have Cook. You're good. Once again, it will depend on how well Kirk Cousins plays. How well does, the, does he let Nick Bosa get to him? And can the Vikings stop the run? And can the Vikings stop the pass? Comes back, It's the same thing as last week. Saints were a good team, but they weren't deep enough. Do I feel badly for Drew Brees? I do. I love that guy. Nobody wants to win more than Drew Brees. When he loses, it's like his dog died. I mean, he just, I love that. I, see, that was, that was always pissed me off about Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler would lose, and it would look like he wouldn't care. Drew Brees loses, it looks like he's been shot. I'm that way, too. I, I lose at someone. I'm like, oh, you, it's hard to talk to me for a while. I mean, I'm not, I'm not unhappy that you won. I'm just upset at myself. Right? I'll never be unhappy that you beat me. I'll be upset that I lost. Drew Brees had that. Are they ready to turn it over to Taysom Hill? Not yet. Not yet. But this team needs another receiver desperately. Desperately. That's all I can say about that. All right, let's get to the last game. Seahawks-Eagles. And this game was effectively over in the first quarter. When Carson Wentz left the game, that was it. When Carson Wentz left the game, it was all over. Now, look, Josh McCown is not a bad quarterback. He's, a, he's with the definition of a journeyman. But to put him in that spot, under that pressure, come on. Come on. I mean, just not going to happen. And look, I want to give the Eagles a lot of credit. They didn't even deserve to be in this game. The whole team was injured. The whole team was injured. The fact that they made it there is a testament 
to their pride, their work ethic, and the coaching. Boston Scott, Miles Sanders, Dallas Goddard, Greg Ward, guys at the beginning of the year who most people would, Greg Ward and Boston Scott were probably not drafted in 99.9% of leagues, and Dallas Goddard was a second tight end. And this team hung in there. They hung in there. Lost to the Seahawks, but they hung in there. Russell Wilson played great. Marshawn Lynch scored. They got to the goal line. You can't run against the Eagles. You can't run against the Eagles. And Marshawn Lynch found a way to score. And DK Metcalf, Lockett, Moore, they all played real well. And Russell Wilson did what he needed to do. Russell Wilson was the best player in that field, and it showed. Best player usually wins. So now Seattle goes into Green Bay. It's going to be a tough game. Marshawn Lynch is the key to that game. Because as we all know, Green Bay, very soft in the middle. Very susceptible to a good running team. And Marshawn Lynch might be the key to next week's game. Trust me when I tell you Marshawn Lynch has 20 carries next week. Fact. If there's an over-under on the prop, I'm looking it up and I'm taking the over. I don't know what it is, but my guess is going to be 15 or 16. I'm taking the big O-V-E-R. Marshawn Lynch is going to get that football early and often. Because Green Bay doesn't stop to run well. I know it's true. All right, so we have big news. The Cowboys made a decision at head coach. Who did they hire? Was it a good hire? Should they have hired him? I'll let you know when full-time fantasy returns right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C. 
and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, I am back. It's Dr. Roto here with you. Check me out at fulltimefantasy.com. Enter the promo code ROTO50. We'll give you 50% off your first two months. So the Cowboys hired a coach, Mike McCarthy. Former Green Bay Packers coach Mike McCarthy is the new head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I think, I think I'm okay with it. But I'm not sure. I know that Dallas wanted a coach with experience. I know they interviewed Marvin Lewis. But I really think that McCarthy was their guy. McCarthy has been to and won a Super Bowl. Not an easy thing to do. And Jerry Jones needed a guy who could get there. Marvin Lewis. And I'm a Marvin Lewis fan, by the way. Hasn't been there, hasn't won it there, Mike McCarthy has. Here's my problem with Mike McCarthy. Aaron Rodgers blatantly, blatantly did not listen to him last year. McCarthy would call plays, Rodgers came, they'd come in, and Rodgers would change the play at the line of scrimmage. Fact. That was fact. Rodgers didn't listen to a thing that Mark McCarthy said at the end. Now, I don't think that Dak Prescott will do that. Dak's not Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, one of the great quarterbacks to ever play this game. Dak Prescott is not. Dak Prescott's a good quarterback, but Aaron Rodgers is special. Aaron Rodgers has a repertoire of a thousand throws that he can do. Dak is barely accurate. So I don't think Dak is changing the play. One of the things about a McCarthy offense was always they ran the ball even when they didn't run it effectively, right? The run-pass ratio was always there. 
I'm sure Jerry Jones needed that because you have Zeke. You can't not use Zeke. And you can't let Dak throw 52 times a game because you'll lose. So for those purposes, McCarthy is good. He will give Zeke 25 touches. He will let Dak throw it 35 times, and they'll figure it out. I believe that Rodgers didn't listen to McCarthy because when you hear the same voice over and over and over and over and over and over, you begin to tune it out. This is why most coaches don't stay in the same place for an extended period of time. Right? They just don't. Because you're like, wah, wah. It's, it becomes wah, 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 wah. I'm not listening to you. I'm not listening to you. I'm doing a wah, blah, blah, But you don't know anything. And that's why it gets stale. It gets stale. McCarthy will come in and immediately change the vibe. Because McCarthy's a winner. Jason Garrett is a loser. That's right. Jason Garrett, loser. I'm not saying he's not a nice guy, but he's a loser. You never believed that Garrett could win a Super Bowl. Maybe Jerry Jones delusionally believed that, but the Cowboys didn't. But you have to believe that Mike McCarthy's won one because he's got a big fat ring on his finger. And he says something like, want one of these? Listen up. I'll get you there. Instant credibility. Dak will listen. Now, one of the interesting things I think about Mike McCarthy is that he claimed to have gone over a lot of film to see what he did right and what he did wrong. Like he took a year off, and that was a very educational and helpful year. It's almost like he dissected every play that he called, every play. I think he learned a lot from that year. Now, the question is, who's going to be around and who's not? Is Kellen Moore staying? Or is Mike McCarthy going to call his own plays? You know, what's going to happen? I think Chris Richards is going to be gone too. They're already talking about Mike Nolan coming in. I like Chris Richard. I do. I think he should end up somewhere. I'd be very happy if he ended up as a Giants defensive coordinator. Oh my God, I'd be ecstatic. Matt Rule coming in with a little Chris Richard on the side. Boom. Baby, we're back in business. Mike McCarthy comes to that division. That's a winning coach. It's a good hire. It's not a sexy hire. Urban Meyer, sexy hire. Mike McCarthy, not. But, you know, look, vanilla is a good ice cream. And everybody likes vanilla, right? Mike McCarthy is vanilla ice cream. Not sexy, not urban, but I still think Jerry Jones can talk to Mike McCarthy. He can have a conversation with him. And Jerry Jones needs that. Jerry Jones needs the coach to be receptive to him. It's critical because otherwise Jerry's not happy. And McCarthy probably said, hey, yeah, you call me, I'll talk to you. Urban Meyer wouldn't talk to him. Urban Meyer would be like, get away from me. Let me do my thing. Thank you. Nice talking to you. McCarthy's like, yeah, I just want to be back in the NFL. 
good hire. I think the NFC East got a lot better with Ron Rivera and Mike McCarthy now in that division. Peterson, Super Bowl champ. Mike McCarthy, Super Bowl champ. Ron Rivera in a Super Bowl before. The Giants better make a good hire here. Their competition made good hires. I don't think Ron Rivera is the greatest, but he'll make the Redskins better. I don't think Mike McCarthy is the greatest, but he will make the Cowboys better. The Giants need to have an inspired hire here. And I'm not sure the special teams coach from the Patriots is inspired. That's not, that's not what I'm looking for. I want the dude from Baylor, and I want him now. If you can win at Temple, you can win anywhere. I don't even think people who go to Temple University knew they had a football team. It was always Temple's basketball team, which was great. But if you can win at Temple, you can win anywhere. I don't want Eric Bieniemy. I might be open to Greg Roman, but I still feel it's hard. I want a guy who's inspired. Because if you're not going to hire a Super Bowl champ, you better hire a guy who's, who's a visionary. I want a guy who's got a vision. I want a guy who's got a master plan. I think it's critical right now. Right? Otherwise, the Giants are in big trouble. Big trouble. I'm waiting on Carolina. Want to see what they do. Want to see the hires. Waiting for Cleveland. I think we're all waiting on Cleveland, too. See if they can have an inspired hire. So, I think it's interesting how, you know, the Cowboys and the Redskins stepped up. The Cowboys and Redskins stepped up and made good, smart hires. Good, smart hires. All right, let's get a little bit ahead of ourselves and let's take a look at next week's football games. And I'll give you my initial reaction to the games. Minnesota at the 49ers. It's a tough game. I think this is a game the 49ers can win. It's winnable. The 49ers are a very well-coached team. And Kyle Shanahan is a fantastic outside-the-box thinker and play caller. And I think that's going to be the difference in this game. Kyle Shanahan makes great play calls. And the Vikings and Mike Zimmer don't. Mike Zimmer, very conservative play caller. 49ers, inspired play calling. I think it's going to be that difference. When Shanahan needs a play, he's going to get it. You watch. There will be two or three trick plays in that game, and it will both be for the 49ers, and they're going to win because of it. I think it'll be a close game. I do. I think it'll be a close game. But I think the 49ers have inspired play calling. 
The other game on Saturday, Tennessee at Baltimore. Look, I have all the respect in the world for the Tennessee Titans. They have outperformed their expectation. They made a big change early on with the quarterback. They bring in Tannehill. They feed Henry. This is not a bad team. This is a very solid team. But now you're playing a great team. A team that you can't defend. They run a triple tight end offense. They've got receivers downfield with Brown, Sneed, Boykin. They run the ball well. You got Gus the boss and Ingram. And you don't know how to guard Lamar Jackson. And let me tell you something. I'm telling you something right now. Jayon Brown is the key to that game. Jayon Brown is a great linebacker. I don't think he plays this week. And if he's out, it's over. I promise you that. Brown is a great player. If he's out, put your, put your hard-earned money on the, on the Ravens. Because Brown is everywhere he needs to be. And Wesley Woodard is like 1,000 years old. Not good enough. Not good enough. So I do like San Francisco and I do like Baltimore on Saturday. I haven't even seen the point spreads yet. Don't want to know them yet. I'll know them later in the week. Right now I don't want to know them. I just want to know how I feel about the game. Texans against the Chiefs. Chiefs are going to win this game. Texans are a good team. But much like Tennessee... This is the end of the road. Carlos Hyde will be inspired to run against his old team. That's good. They will need him. If Carlos Hyde runs for 90 yards and a touchdown, the Texans have a chance. If he doesn't, it's over. When Mahomes gets out to a lead, it's over. If the Texans can keep it close and Hyde runs for 90 yards, Texans have a shot. Because the only way to beat the Kansas City Chiefs is to punch them in the mouth. And how do you punch them in the mouth? You run the football. You run the football. You play good defense. You keep Mahomes off the field. If you do that, you got a shot. Baltimore can do that. Can the Texans? I just don't think Carlos Hyde is Mark Ingram. I don't think Carlos Hyde is as good as Gus the Bus. So if this team if this team falls behind, it's yeah, it is a problem. Alright? So so far I like all the favorites. Seattle Green Bay. What what do I think about this one? You're gonna have to keep it tuned right here. I'll let you know who wins this game when we return right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. Remember, Wager Talk up next. Keep it right here. We're on the 3 p.m. Eastern time. So I want to get to my last game here. My early thought process. I kind of like the Seahawks. I can't believe I'm saying that, but I think I do. I don't know. I don't think the Packers are really as good as everybody else does. Aaron Rodgers has not played great football this year. Aaron Jones has. That's the Aaron I like. Devontae Adams has been good. But do you really believe in Alan Lazard? You really Here's the problem. The Packers are much like the Saints. They don't have the third weapon. They've got Jones. They've got Adams. Who's the third guy? It's like having Kamara and having Michael Thomas. Who's the third guy? Marshawn Lynch, key to that game. Give him 20 carries. Watch him get 80 yards. Watch him score. Love Marshawn Lynch this week. All in on Lynch. If Marshawn Lynch gets 80 yards and a touchdown, 
you might be looking at San Francisco against Seattle. I know it. Crazy to think. I think the NFC is up in the air. But remember, Green Bay hasn't been tested. Aaron Rodgers has not been great. Seattle's defense is good, not great. If Rodgers plays well and LaFleur can have some good play calling, they can win. But if Seattle gets that ball first and Marshawn Lynch starts pounding it, if Chris Carson was there, Seahawks win. Fact. A healthy Chris Carson, fact. All right, but time now to put away the insurance cards, put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. Back with more this week. I'll have some baseball talk. I'll have some golf talk. Have some football talk. Sean, my man, I appreciate you. Catch you tomorrow. Maybe he'll watch some Bachelor in Paradise. Best show ever. Bachelor does debut tonight. All right, and if you want to watch that, it's always a good show. It's always a good train wreck, especially the first night. See who gets more drunk than the rest. All right, this is Dr. Otto saying be well and take care. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879 to join the fan. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.